right, lads, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. This week's episode of the podcast, it's beautiful. I'm actually sitting outside on my front porch drinking coffee. And this podcast is gonna, this podcast is a little bit more of a, a heavier one, I guess. I don't know. It was based off the last podcast. I'm, like I said, we're putting out one every week now. So if you guys want, tune in. It's having a lot, I'm having a lot of fun making these for you guys. They're very uh, low pressure, low stress right now, which is absolutely brilliant. <clears throat> I'm not uh, bringing on a lot of guests at the moment. When we get to the winter, we will. But it's nice for me just to chat about topics and skiing and all that stuff. So today's topic is pretty much everything that's wrong with skiing. Um, we're kind of going to touch like only one area of this, maybe two. But this, like I said, this just goes back to last week's podcast. And last week's podcast, um, I had Patty back on. It was good to have podcast pack. Pat back on and we talked about some of the things that are going on in the ski industry and stuff like that and uh, some of the new, cool new things that were going on a couple people did um, some big tricks in New Zealand one of which was a quad there were some other really crazy tricks and then um, our friend Gigi uh, younger kid he's like 13 he did a triple triple 14 on his like 13th birthday it was pretty cool um, so we brought that up and also um, there was uh, one other person that did a triple Walker Shreds. Obviously, Walker Shreds is even younger. And um, anyways, I forgot to mention Walker just because it slipped my mind. It was literally on the show notes um, for me to talk about, but slipped my mind. Anyways, I had one guy come into my DMs and I'm not going to say names or put them on blast or anything like that. But I think it's a topic we should all talk about and discuss um, just because in my personal opinion, I think this is one of the things that is wrong with skiing. Uh, right now and the industry as a whole and a lot of action sports industries are like this and I can honestly say that I am not um, I'm not above this I've done this in the past and when I was younger for sure definitely something I uh, definitely something I partook in but anyways he basically came into my dms and said uh, blah 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 I like the podcast it was a great episode um, I don't know why you did you brought up uh, this kid Gigi's triple and not uh, Walker Shreds, Walker Shreds is like way better, um, and he was younger and blah 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 blah, and then like went on to say stuff about like uh, style and airbags and and whatever, and basically I just wrote back to him and said like the kid, <laughs> the kid is thirteen, man, like get, give him a break, and I think a lot of people in this sport are very very judgmental towards other people, and it's um, I don't know, it it's one of those sports that like everybody from the outside. This is my personal opinion. Maybe you guys think I'm wrong. But every from, every, everybody from the outside is like, man, the skiing community is so awesome. Everybody's just best friends. And, like, everybody gets along so well. And, like, you just go and shred and have fun with your friends. And, like, there are a lot of people that are like that. Don't get me wrong. Like, a lot of people in the industry are great. But there's a lot of toxic people in this industry as well. And mo- let, let's be real. Like, pretty much everywhere in life, there's just toxic people. And those people are they're, – they're jealous. They're envious. Um they're not able to do these things, make these strides on their own. And you know what? Some people do have it easier than others. Some people have a lot harder trip to get to the top or to make their, their dream in whatever sport or industry or niche possible. Some people have it way, way harder. I'm not saying that like, just because, um, just because you, you have it uh, harder. doesn't mean that, uh, like you should be able to do it too. I don't know. I was going with that. I, I was just saying, like, basically, like, yeah, definitely people are privileged. Some people have more opportunities than others. And that that's just that's just life. But going around and 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 being rude and mean or uh, 
or just putting other people down because they have a more privilege or a they're ahead of you or b you just like you're looking for an excuse or a void to make you feel better is not a not a good reason <laughs> to do it and let, again guys like i said i'm not completely like innocent when it comes to this i've definitely had my times where this happens and even still today man like when i i'm grinding out airbag every day like i'm on my own i'm i'm hustling i'm trying to make enough money to do my full ski season and i see people out there like let's say just for like contextual instance like even like the other day like i see people in new zealand like absolutely tossing doing really hard tricks i'm killing it and i'm like i'm a little bit jealous i'm like damn like i wish i had that opportunity to go there and um i have a lot of work to do to keep up with these guys and for me like at this point in time like i'm very i'm a lot more mature now i'm i would like to say i'm getting old I'm in my I'm in my adulting phase. So this stuff doesn't like this stuff for me I'm I'm very good at at um very good at just you know letting this kind of stuff go being stoked for other people. And I was reading my a book the other day like The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. It's a great book. Um but one of the one things it was talking about is just having negativity towards other people and instances like that and situations like that only brings you down. It only brings more negativity to you. It like the more you're negative, the more negative you're attracting in your life. And when you see, when you get envious, when you have things like this, what you should be doing instead is you should just double down and be like, I'm really happy for that person. They're absolutely killing it. Um, I wish them more luck and more prosperity. And I think it's one of those, these things that like, you know, it's just in the sport, it doesn't happen a lot in our sport. I think a lot of people are very uh, envious. A lot of people are like, oh man, like I wish I could do all this stuff. Like his parents are rich. Like, um, He's so lucky that he got this opportunity. And maybe that is the case. Maybe he is a little bit luckier than you. But you sitting there and complaining about it or you putting him down or putting other people down or I'm not talking about anybody specific here, just in general. Um, But it doesn't help anybody. It definitely doesn't help you. If anything, it makes your situation way worse off. Um, And it's... <laughs> it's just adding adding more uh, toxicity to this environment and this in this world. And then it comes again to like not even just like people with more opportunities, people with different ideas on um, how they like to ski and stuff like that. Like some people are more uh, style based. Some people are more. Some people are generally more um, big air trick based. Some people are more um, just hawk and prey based. <laughs> some people just want to film videos and. Uh, and shoot content, right? Like this all comes down to your own personal preference. And some people are too young to like, some people are too young to know what they want to do yet. They're just starting, right? Like when, when I was 15, man, well, I didn't, wasn't even skiing when I was 15, but I had no clue what I even wanted to do when I was 15. <laughs> like, let alone what, like how, what kind of skier I wanted to be. And pe- people evolve over years. And I think it's very, I think it's just a, just a shame that a lot of people, um, are, are judged based on what they do. And even me personally, like I, I do a lot of social media stuff. I know that that stuff comes off a bit and uh, people definitely like, oh, you're not super core because you do all the social media stuff. And for me, A, I really like the social media stuff. I enjoy it a lot. I like talking to you guys, meeting people. I like growing an audience and a fan base. I really enjoy that. And um, for me, I like storytelling. Like it's very cool for me to, to create these videos, create these topics, um, entertain myself and you guys. And for me to look back on it when I'm older is, is great too. And it also brings a side of things where I personally think that this is the way that it's going to make me the, the most, um, the most 
capable skier I can be just because I'm going to have more opportunities through social media and through doing things like this where having a bigger audience allows me to ski full time. Like if I didn't have the audience, if I didn't have you guys that I have right now, I have my athletes and Slope Academy and the online coaching program and stuff like that and the support from sponsors that I've got from building this audience and providing value to you guys, there's no way I'd be able to ski full time. Like right now for me, like this year has been amazing. I've been able to ski and train like every single day, pretty much. It's been like, don't get me wrong. It's been one of the hardest years like out there. Like I haven't stopped working and haven't stopped grinding for a long time, but I have been able to, I haven't had to work a full-time job. I was working construction every summer at least and working in the winter a bit as well just to make it happen, right? And having you guys and having the support from everybody has allowed me to do this. Like without, without having that, like my full-time job now is online coaching um, and being a skier. Like that's pretty damn cool. If you, you told me that I was going to be able to do that like three years ago, four years ago when I was still in college, I was thinking about doing business again and like was working a job for like $12 an hour and was barely skiing. But I would be like, no. <laughs> so like people get judged on, on things here and there, but you never really know the backstory of all of it as well. And I think this is, that's just one thing I wanted to touch on, on the podcast is like, I, I'm, I'm, I've been guilty of this before, so I'm not going to be like, stand here for my high horse and be like, don't do this. But I think as a whole, as a community, just toning back on that, whenever you notice yourself being envious or being just, um, jealous or just, thinking that's, hey, like somebody has something better than you or like you just don't like what they did so you're going to comment about it. Just don't comment about it. Just take that one second, step back, take a breath and just leave it. Just let it be. It's not going to make you any better and it's not going to make them any better. And it's just, it, it doesn't help you and it doesn't help you in any way. So there's no point in taking, taking that, that step. And it also puts you in a bad mood for the day, the week, whatever, all that good stuff. Anyways, that was my one topic I wanted to talk about in the podcast. If you guys DM me after the podcast, um, I, I like hearing this. Like what, what he said was very interesting to me. Um, and I definitely like I took it in. I had a little bit of a conversation with him. Uh, I personally wasn't I, I don't want like to argue on this situation just because I think that it's one of the things that's that's wrong with the sport. Like maybe maybe people doing quads isn't the way the sport should go. But who am I to say that or who is he to say that? Right. And um, I think. It's just one of these things we have to all kind of come together on it and be a little bit more positive about because it happens a lot in, in the sport and in other action sports as well. Like I said earlier, like skateboarding, all this stuff. It's a, it can be a toxic environment. So with that being said, that was my one thing that I think is wrong with the ski industry right now. Actually, there's two things I said I wanted to bring up. The other thing is, is uh, pay and how athletes and people get paid when they're first starting out in the sport. It is very hard to make it as a freestyle skier. For me personally, like I said um, earlier on the pod, if I didn't have like the online coaching and the support from you guys and I had that as my, my business that I run, I wouldn't be able to ski and compete full time. I like Sponsorships, I, I really appreciate all my sponsors. They're great. They help me out. But let's be real, guys. Like, no, It doesn't cover it at all. Even like the athletes like near the top of the sport – that are uh, that are in World Cups. Like most of the athletes on national teams, they are losing a lot of money each year. The athletes or the ath- uh, sorry, the national teams don't cover uh, very much of it unless it's like the top national team. Like you're on the A team, the highest level. Other than that, you get a bit of funding, and that funding goes towards your season. But your season costs way more, anyways. And um, 
I think one thing that should happen um, is sponsors should step up a little bit more. I know the ski industry isn't like one of the biggest industries and it's not one that um, that has like the biggest budget for all this kind of stuff. However, it does have a lot bigger budget to allocate to kids and to athletes on the rise than it does at all. And I think a lot of this is because most people and most kids are just under the impression that it's okay to just get a couple of free pairs of skis a year and that's how the they're supporting it. Like for me personally, like across platforms, I think when I added it all up, I did about 50 million views across platforms last year, which is absolutely insane. Uh, it's a lot. I'm very happy on that. It's a lot of views, right? And it's all wearing like these sponsors and these companies ski gear. And, uh, and like, I, I only got, I got a little bit of money from a couple sponsors and I got free gear basically last year. Um, nothing crazy. So let, if I put it in, let, let's put it in context. I didn't make over $5,000 from sponsors last year. My season last year probably cost about 25 grand, 25 grand. So didn't cover that. But these sponsors that are paying for this kind of, this kind of promotion and stuff, this is what we have to come together as in terms of providing value. There's athletes out there that don't provide any value. Um, just to be honest, like there's athletes that don't have social media. Um, they show up to the hill. They're really good skiers, but outside of their little realm of like people that know them at the hill, they're not really selling skis for the company. But athletes that are really doing above and beyond that are selling skis for the company. Um, that are doing things or whatever goggles or outerwear or whatever that are doing things like extra that are that are really putting putting um putting the effort in and getting the product in front of their their consumer base their their like target audience they should be we we should be uh as those athletes stepping up and asking for uh, just a little bit more because uh it's not really realistic to have a full time job doing what you're doing. Uh, promoting these brands, doing all the stuff you're doing, and be like barely compensated off of it, right? Uh, it's hard. It's really hard to to maintain that. And again, that's not me like complaining, but it's just saying like, as as an industry, if people start to to um be like, hey, like I think I'm worth this much, and I would like to uh, talk about it. And I've been doing that a lot more this year, and it's actually been a lot more helpful for me. But I think what happens is a lot of the kids that are at the same level that like they have a pretty good audience, um, they're on the come up, they're like, if they ask for for anything more, not that they most kids ask for anything more at all. Most of them are just like, okay, whatever you tell me, I I get is fine. You should always like if you're debate or if you're um, talking to somebody about a contract or something or just getting skis for the year, you should always ask for a bit more. Um, and when you ask for a bit more, tell them your tell them the extra value you're gonna provide for that extra bit more, right? Like, don't just be like, "Hey, I need like three pairs of skis more, and I'm not gonna do anything else extra for you." Be like, "Yeah, I would like to get three extra pairs of skis. This is what I'm gonna do extra in return for for that." Um, it's a good way of of going about it. Um, but but yeah, like a lot of these kids, they don't ask for more, and even if they did, they don't know how to properly. Um, and the, one of the things is the industry has a lot of a lot of people willing to accept just like the bare bare minimum. So like if one person says like I like I need a bit more than two pairs of skis for the year, they'll be like okay, we'll just go to the next kid that wants two pairs of skis for the year. Um, so keep that in mind, guys. Uh, let's try to try to bump this up as a as a team. You guys are totally capable of getting way more than you're getting right now. And for the most part, if you simply just ask for it, you like legitimately will. Um, a lot of people just don't don't ask for it, and it's really cool to do things like tying 
tying what you get towards incentives. So for me this year, for instance, one of the contracts I have, I talked about it with the sponsors as a bonus incentive and the bonus incentive, let's say maxes out a certain amount of money. And for me, I tied it to like my performance on social media because this uh, company in particular, they wanted to grow their social media. They wanted to grow their brand awareness. So for me, it was like every video with your product tagging you and mentioning you in it on Instagram or TikTok that gets over 100,000 views is worth X amount of money, right? Um, and then we did something similar for YouTube where every video over 5,000 views uh, with your product in it, uh, mentioning it and the link to the to the shop, uh, to the website and everything down below is worth X amount of uh, dollars as well. And it caps out at a certain amount. So that's just like a cert- a little way you guys can like, hey, like if I'm doing really good and I'm performing well, you guys get like, maybe you say like, hey, like for every um, for every video over 100,000 or if I get five videos over 100,000 views with your skis, can I get an extra pair of skis, right? Um, and nowadays that's very doable for, for a lot of people, like especially with reels and TikTok and stuff. And for the brand, it is very, very good um, marketing and stuff like that. And let's just think about one thing here. Let's if we talk about like me with the 50 million views this year, if you actually look about at how many or how much it would cost these brands to pay for 50 million views with going to their target audience, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever they're doing their marketing, it's roughly about two million dollars a year. Right? If they if they if they like legitimately Facebook mark use Facebook ads and stuff like that to market to these to these uh, this audience to you guys that I'm posting content to daily and we get like 50 million views like if they pay use paid ads for that it would cost at least like one to two million on the low end so <laughs> realistically they're getting like last year like that much out of it for like free gear right so when you think about it that way obviously you can see how much um room there is for for conversation and talking in that that area and it doesn't have to be like hey you guys need to give me more because i deserve it it's like hey like let's make something that works for for the both of us um and that was that was the other thing i wanted to talk about on the pod today was just you know um a little bit of the toxicity and stuff that in the sport that we kind of just need to come together and just avoid that and then the other thing about um athletes just stepping up and and uh and Getting, getting what you deserve. A lot of people just don't even know how to ask or they're too shy to ask for a bit more. Or one thing that works really well is if you are at the level where you're getting um, offers from different brands here and there, like you have two goggle companies that are talking to you at the same time, being like, hey, like this is how much I need. Um, this, goggle co- this goggle company is offering me this much. And then you go to the other one and be like, they're offering me this much. Um, Obviously, don't make up offers or anything like that. But if somebody's going to give you, like, let's say, free pairs of goggles and $1,000 for the season, you go to the other goggle company and say, hey, I'd really like to work with you guys, but this person is offering me this, and I would at least need, like, $1,500 and free goggles for the season to work with you guys. And a lot of times that does work. And um, the, other thing, the other thing you guys should do is just try to, try to maintain a really good relationship with all these companies and brands. Like, these companies, if you can work with them on a long period of time and show the value you bring um, over that period and consistently ask for a bit more as long as you are doing more and you're showing that to them consistently, then that is the way to do it. If you are just working with a brand um, on a daily basis or on a whatever seasonally basis, you're not never showing them like like for me, I send out monthly reports to all my sponsors of like, here's the numbers, here's the statistics across social media analytics all the other important things like that. 
I send it to them so they know how much I'm doing and they can see the value I'm providing. If you don't do that uh, on a, let's say at least on a monthly basis, these brands, like at the, when the season comes around at the end, they're going to be like, okay, well, next year we'll just give them the exact same thing, right? <laughs> so that's one thing to do is like really show the value you're, you're providing on, a, on at least a monthly basis and uh, consistently ask for a bit more. Like if you are doing more and you're doing a good job, it's like, a, it's like anything. You should be asking for a, a raise. And if you aren't, and if you are asking and you're doing a really good job and you're not getting anything at that company or that, that brand anymore, then you can move on because there's a lot of different brands out there that are willing to offer you more um, than some are. And some just don't have the budget for it at the moment, right? So it all depends. Anyways, that was my little spiel today on the podcast. If you guys haven't already, check out Slope Academy. It's our online coaching program for freestyle skiers. We're giving away a free pair of line skis this month. We're giving away a free pair of skis every month. They're going to be line from here on out, I think. Last month's winner was a pair of Atomic Punk 7s. Mr. Dutton uh, was very stoked to do that. Brings a lot of happiness for me that I'm at a point where I can uh, do the online coaching stuff and it provides me with enough to, to ski and I can help you guys out. And now we're like starting to give back even more and even more and even more with like free pairs of skis each month and a bunch of things like that. The discord is bumping. We got a lot of members in the discord now. All silver Academy athletes are getting after it. And uh, if you guys would like to join, the link will be down below or you can go to slopeacademy.com. Just type that in, in your search bar, search bar. Anyways, that was today's pod. I'm out. Deuces.